do I have to find about growing up? You know what I'm saying? Like, feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was, when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, I can respond. Are you kidding me? Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for, um, everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everybody, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkAndSpill.com. And on this episode of Network and Spill, we're doing one of my favorite segments, as you all may or may not know, hashtag stranger danger. So this is a fun one because this person is a stranger who technically I've spoken to once before, maybe a few months back for an hour or so. Um, I found her through a mutual friend who is constantly referring me to people. She is so amazing. She's a big supporter of the show, Danielle from San Diego slash LA. I will link her in the show notes because she's just amazing and she's starting some new initiatives. So anyway, shout out to Danielle. That's how I met this guest. And she said, Whitney, you've got to talk to, you've got to talk to this person. You've got to talk to her and see what's going on. And she connected us and we did. But on that call, we didn't talk a lot about her. So technically... I don't really know squat about this guest and because she did kind of like a discovery call on me and we talked about what she does and where she's from and stuff like that, but like on a very light level. So on this call, we're going to get deep into this person's life, where they're from, what they're into, what their work is, what their calling is, what lights her up, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to go real deep into this conversation as deep as we can go, given the time permitting. Um, So I'm really excited to have her on. Her name is Sushila. And her website is thousandpetallife.com. She's got all kinds of information on there. And she's on the gram, of course. And her IG handle is Sushila Rama Chandran. And I'm really excited to have her on because she is not just a coach, right? I have a lot of coaches on the show, but she's a transformational coach and she's a medium and a healer. I have not had a medium on the show, I don't think. So this just like smash bang fusion of a person is going to be talking about all things life, business, and transformation. So let's welcome Miss Sushila. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This is a fun show. I'm glad that we were able to, because technically when we were meeting, one of the things that we talked about was potentially doing an episode and, and talking together. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Do you remember how long ago that was? It was oh, that, must have, that was a, maybe in May, maybe a couple months. It was a couple months ago. Yeah. 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 So I'm glad we got to, got to make this happen. <laughs> Me too. Me too. So I really want, people are going to want to know, you know, what does transformational coach slash, you know, <laughs> slash healer, what does that, what does that truly mean? What does that really mean? Okay. Um, so I am, I have psychic abilities. Um, so what does that mean is I can basically, so at least from my philosophy of thought, you know, we're all energy. We're all made of the same substance, just in different um, configurations, let's say. Um, and because of that, we're all connected. Like this idea of all we're really one, like I actually, like, like scientifically, I would even say that is true because we're literally made of the same building blocks. Um, and all of us have, like a sixth sense or an intuition. And this is the part of us that connects us to, um, that connects us to like consciousness, 
right? Which is why we can tend to know things before it can before it even like happens, or we get a sense for someone without even like speaking to them because we're tuned into the greater wisdom, and we can build this intuition. We can build because intuition is a muscle that you can actually build um, and grow. Um, but I would also say there is. I also believe though there are certain people who have a disposition. Um, with their intuitive muscle and have a stronger muscle than than others. Like, I think we all have a spectrum in terms of like our intuition and, and what, it, what does it look like? The way I experience intuition will be totally different from how you experience intuition. Um, and that's cool too, because we all have our own strengths and gifts and, and that's what makes us amazing and, and part of this huge puzzle. So anyway, um, but, so I'm naturally very, very intuitive. And so basically I can tune into your energy field um, and I will get visual audio, um, as well as like sensory, um, input about you and how I kind of like channel that, um, how I channel that gift is, um, I tune into your energy and my intention with whoever I'm working with, whoever I'm interacting with is to help you be the most like joyful, fulfilled, at peace, vibrant person, um, you know, uh, like to, to give you, to help you reach your highest potential, not just like in your vocation, but in internally as well. Um, so, and to feel just like all the juice and joy and love that's, that's here for you and for, and for everybody on this planet. So with that intention in mind, one of the things I've learned is, um, the way to access those high vibration, um, high feeling or like those high level feelings is through releasing what gets in the way of accessing those feelings. Um, so, and the way I, I do that is I basically use my intuition. I tune into your subconscious mind and, um, and basically I'll get information on what are like the limiting belief systems, uh, tra traumatic events or, or energies that are like living in your body and living in your system that are limiting your, your ability to create and experience infinite amounts of joy, love, pleasure, and play. Um, so that's, and, and so what I'll do is, so once I tune in, I'll bring those energies or bring those um, specific events to the forefront, to your conscious mind, right? And together I'll basically into it or receive information on how to transform that. And I will actually work with you to, to shift, to release that, out of your body and will and to replace that void with something positive, empowering and affirming. And through that, we basically get your whole energy in alignment with, um, with love. Cause love is like the highest energy. Love is like the creative force. Like literally we are products of love ideally, of course, but, but we are products of love, a human. So so it's basically when you're in congruence with that highest high energy, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Um, and, uh, and, that's, and that's basically what I do. And, and what's amazing is what I've seen is like, as I've worked with many, many clients and as I've helped them to um, be in alignment with this energy, like the most amazing things start manifesting and happening in their life. Like I've helped people kick recreational substance abuse. I've helped people like meet the love of their life. I've helped people, um, 
you know, build their dream, like manifest their dream business, um, create a great workplace culture, have like harmonious farm family relationships where it would have been really conflictual before just the transformations that people experience through, through the work is, uh, is pretty phenomenal. So I work at a very, like, let's say quantum level. So it's not just one aspect, it's many aspects. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know everybody's like, oh my gosh, that's incredible. It's such an interesting, such an interesting power and ability. Mm, and you absolutely. don't hear that every day. So Thank sweet. You. So let's talk about how you got into that. Cause I think that's like where my brain goes. Mm, that's a great yeah. story. Um, yeah. So how I got into it. So um, the way I start is like, I've always been um, a high achiever, <laughs> type A personality, <laughs> you know? So, I, so I'll start in college. So in college, um, I, I was doing very well in school. I was a straight A student. I had like an amazing resume. I was like student leader, kind of like on the track to like success. I, I was accepted to one of the top business schools in the country or possibly even in the world. And, um, and so I was on this track. And then, um, but what I, and while that was true in the inside, it was like, I had lots of friends, like uh, everybody knew me, blah, blah, blah. But on the inside, I was constantly stressed and I was consciously uh, like constantly anxious. And, um, in my four, in my final year of, of school, of university, um, all that caught up to me through like a series of events that, that happened. And I had my first experience of depression. So in my final semester of of university, I got depressed Um, and I was like crying constantly and I didn't know why and I'm so tired and I didn't know why. And like, I kind of just like pushed through and graduated. And then I spent like two, like three months on like two months, two months on my parents, uh, on my parents' couch, crying and sleeping like day after day, not wanting to see anyone, not wanting to talk to anyone, just feeling so out of sorts. and. Um, and then there was, and then I was, you know, when I, and I remember lying on the couch and I was like, you know, this isn't me. Um, this like something's not working. It's time. I have to make a shift. Something needs to change. And so I, I kind of just put out a prayer to the universe. I was like, universe, (laughs) help me with this. Help me shift, change my life. Help me get off this couch and, and do something different. And, um, it was interesting because, um, again, through like, I wasn't going out anywhere. I wasn't seeing anyone. And I, I think it was like a day or two after I put out that call, I got an email from my friend who was putting on a little gathering and I was like, okay, like this looks interesting. Let's see. And for some reason that day, I actually felt like well enough to go to this event. So I was like, okay, that's a good sign. So I go to this event and I meet this there. There's a man, a young man there I met. And uh, we started talking and he seemed really cool. He's like, Hey, you seem really cool. I'd love to like, it was like a, it was like a little conference on like education basically. Cause I was working in that space for a little bit. So we went, <laughs> so we went for coffee and he just, and I was having a really bad day, but I pushed myself to go to meet this person. And he looked at me and he's like, Hmm, something's like different about you. And I just started bawling. This guy was like an actual <laughs> stranger. And like, I just started crying and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And he's like, and he was smiling. And I was like, 
why are you smiling? This is so weird. Cause I'm so used to people. Like I was so used to people being like, Oh, you're so emotional or you're too sensitive. Like all this stuff. And he started smiling. I was like, I've never had that reaction by anyone in my life when I'm like this. And, and I was like, why are you smiling? He's like, it's so good to see that you're like expressing your emotions. That's awesome. I was like, uh, like what? What's that? It's <laughs> like, and he's like, so you want to tell me what's going on? Like what caused the tears? And I, I told him that I was like going through like depression and I didn't know how to like, you know, shift things, all that stuff. And he's like, he's like, I went through something very similar and um, my father really helped me. And I was like, Oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, my father is a spiritual life coach. Um, and you know, maybe you can just like, like, I'm sure he'd be happy to sit with you and just kind of see if he can help you. And I was like, I didn't know what a coach was like spiritual life coach. Like, I didn't even know what that meant. I was just like, I just want help. And I just want to fix this. (laughs) So I showed up at his father's doorstep, I think like a few days later. Um, and I ended up working with his father for over a year and a half. And, uh, and, uh, he ended up you know, being a bit started like changing my life. So through the process, you know, through the work I started doing with him, we started looking at my limiting belief systems. Cause he's also, he was also very fairly intuitive. Um, he started looking at my limiting belief systems. He helped me understand why I was the way I was like, why am I like, like, why do people call me super sensitive and like, where did that? And then I learned about empathy and what does it mean to be empathic and I learned about intuition and like how does that work so I learned all these like spiritual ideas and concepts that help me understand why I sorry why I function the way I function Um, but also he helped me um, really release a lot of like old trauma things that were living in my body old belief systems and through that like process it got me on a on a path to um, to spiritual transformation and life transformation. And since that one person, I was like addicted. <laughs> I was like, this is the path forward because I could see the literal shifts not in not just within myself but in my world. Um, and it was it was and it was still challenging. And honestly, I would say it's taken me uh, like. It's really only, I would say in the past two or three years, like two years that I've really found my center and sense of peace. Um, so it is a journey, but I, I knew like there was a knowing in me that if I keep going on this path, that I'm going to get, I'm going to be able to access that like unshakable confidence, unshakable peace, unshakable joy that is worth everything. <laughs> that is, and that is the core of like, that is the core of life in my, in my, at least for me. So anyway, so kind of, so I was like, so I was continuing to work with different coaches and healers and about five years into that. Um, I, so I knew I was, I had a strong, I knew I had strong intuition. Okay. Like I could get like senses about things or I would feel things. But I always thought it was just for me. Like, I was like, Oh, I would feel this about this person or like, you know, like this is resonant, this and that. I've even experienced like visions and I had like, a, I had like visions and I've had like, I ha- at that point I also had like spiritual experiences. Like there was one experience where I literally like left my body. It was really crazy. I totally freaked out. So I came back into my body because I was like meditating. I was doing like Shavasana after doing like a yoga class and all, all suddenly I could feel myself floating and I saw white light and I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so I was like, I'm going back. So I had like those kinds of, um, uh, what do you call, I guess, transcendental experiences, if you want to call them. 
Um, but um, I think this was early 2015 and I was at a little gathering that my friend had organized. I didn't really know many of the people there. So um, I started having conversations with some of these people and there was this one person I met who um, literally like 10 to 15 seconds into our interaction, I got this like image. It's like, it's like this, like this picture kind of flashes in front of my eyes and I'm seeing this person like writing furiously. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> like, I'm like, what, what is that? And um, something in me was like, let's just share what I saw and, and just see, and let me see. And I was like, are you like writing? Are you like writing a book or writing a script at the moment? And he, and he was just like, how do you know that? <laughs> I was like, how did I know that? <laughs> so I was like, hmm, I wonder what that's about. So that night, I what I did was like, with all the people I met, I was like, can I just like try something with you? It's like, I'm just going to see if I can pick up something. So don't tell me anything. I just want to see if, what I can pick up about you. Okay. So, and I started like trying to just kind of like feeling into them and see if I could see something, hear something, feel something. And I started doing that. And then, and I was like, bang on like every time I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. Um, cause I'd worked with like intuitive mediums and psychics in the past. So I could, could also get a sense for what that looked like. Cause I got readings and things like that. I was like, whoa, that's cool. And that, so I would just do it for like, for fun. So I'd go like, can I do a reading on you? And just like, I would just start like doing it. Cause it was just, it's like a fun, it's actually a pretty fun energy to be in. Cause it's at a pretty high energy state, um, to be able to do this stuff. And, uh, then about six months into that process, it started getting really tiring. Like, cause it's like, it's a lot of energy and I didn't realize it. I was like, Hmm, maybe I should like turn this into a business. Um, so, um, so I did, and I kind of started with something like really like simple, like 20 minutes for $20, you know, just, just on the side. Um, and I did that. And then I met somebody who I did a reading for, and I had this intuitive feeling. I was like, I think we're supposed to work together for longer. And she's like, yeah, I'm open to that. And we ended up working together for a year and a half. And uh, she was my first client and we like turned her whole life around. Like when she was, when we met, she had a string of bad relationships. She was, you know, like there was like substance abuse. There was, um, you know, like just, uh, I forgot, like just difficult family relations. There was just like a lot of stuff she was dealing with. And by the end of our work together, everything had changed. And that's where I kind of, so this was all a very organic process put hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours into coaching, healing, um, doing lots of reading, going to like workshops, seminars. So in a, in a way it was almost like getting another <laughs> degree. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, so there was like, I would say like, you know, I did a lot of apprenticing as well to prepare me for the work, but the work sort of found me. Um, and, and when it did find me, I loved it. So I, I followed it and I've been doing it ever since. Yeah. Wow. I, so I feel like with most people, you don't get to hear about when they actually started to notice that they had these abilities. Like, I don't think I've ever really talked to anybody to, to, to find that out. It's so interesting. Like when you find yeah. out that that's something that you can do, because you're mm -hmm. right. A lot of us, you know, empaths are called super sensitive and, you know, mm -hmm. over emotional and this is yeah. this, but it's like, it sucks that in society that that's given such a negative connotation and it's shunned, 
You know, Absolutely. I've been called sensitive so many times and I was like, bro, what is the deal? And then you start uh, to realize that that's a really big part of who you are. And it's just, you know, a special aspect. It doesn't mean anything negative. It actually yeah. is super positive because a lot of people, not only do they not tap into their feelings and emotions, but they like don't know how, or yeah. they purposely don't do it. And it keeps Absolutely. them from experiencing life, I think, in in really deep and important ways, especially with those who care about them. So yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's let's talk about that for a second. I know Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> it's such a hot topic. And I feel like people get being empathetic with mm-hmm. being an empath confused. So mm. can you help us understand the true difference between being an empath and having empathy for someone? Right. Um Oh, wow. That's a big question. So I would say um, being empathetic is basically about, um, I guess a simple way of saying it is like basically like putting yourself in someone else's shoes, right? So having a sense, coming from a sense of understanding from where they're coming from. So it's kind of a verb. I would say like being empathetic is more of a verb. Being an empath, um, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to use the word, like, it's kind of more of a now is it's like a way it's, it's like, um, it's like a natural, um, uh, a natural like personality trait or a natural characteristic or a natural just way of being. It's like how you're built. If it, it so you're, and being an empath is like, you're someone who's built to be able to, to, to be attuned to people's feelings, not just people's feelings, but like, Ah, like feeling in general. Okay. Um, it's, it's like, I, I feel like people who are empaths, people who are, um, very attuned to their feel to the feeling sensation can pick up like feelings from trees, feel, feelings from the water. Like, it's like, we're just extra, like connected to everything and extra, like, it's very extra sensory if you want to say. Um, and I would say like, um, and being an empath, it's also something that is not, you can't, it's not necessarily something you can turn on and off. Um, you can learn to wield it, but it's just like part of your DNA to be so connected, to be so attuned to what is happening around you. And, and it's like, it's more magnified for people who are empaths. Um, so for example, some, and, and then there's a spectrum too, right? Like, cause I, I, you know, I believe like everybody is like quite empathetic and, and I think everyone is like, I, I was going to go, go all the way to say like, everybody has empathic aspects to them. I, again, it's kind of like being psychic, right? It's like, but it's, or, or intuitive. There's a, there's a spectrum. Um, and part of that too, is like for, for people who are empaths, right. They might even, there are people who might just be shut down to that part of them because in order for you to tune into your empathic abilities or that empathic part side to you, you have to be open to your emotions and open to your feelings. So you might be really empathic and not even know it (laughs) because you've been shut down to your feelings. Right. Um, So that's kind of how, at least I'll start the conversation there around like how I would define an empath versus being like empathetic. I would say one is kind of more of a verb and and, and something you do kind of more 
consciously. And I think an empath, it's just something you do like very naturally, very instinctively. It's just kind of like who you are. It's built in what you, in, in who you are and your genetic. Um, and it's, and you're right. It is a superpower. Like you mentioned before, it's, it's a superpower because when you are highly empathic, you can see what's beyond the surface. Empaths tend to be really good. Well, when they're not, let me, let me clarify that. Empaths who are really good, who's, um, who've got their egos in check, like in terms of like not projecting their belief systems on others, not judging others, when you're not doing those like more like egoic qualities, empaths are extremely good at reading people. Mm-hmm. Like, extremely good. Like, you know, it's, it's like when people say like, oh, like, how do you know that about me? Or like, or like, oh my, like, you know, people are like, sometimes people are, when they meet me, people are so shocked or like, oh my God, how did you, how did you sense that? Or like, how did you know I was like feeling this way? I'm like, yep, that's my superpower. <laughs> I can see what's going on, but, but that's just not me. That's, that's people who consider themselves as empaths. I would, I think that's a, that's a shared gift that we, that we carry. It's what makes us have such high EQ. Generally people who are empaths have very, very high EQ mm-hmm. and can build trust and connection. Absolutely. More readily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I absolutely agree. And I think, I think I learned that I was empathic when I was dating. Mm. Crazy is that? I've, I've always been empathic because I, I remember in a specific incident when I was a kid with my mom, mm-hmm. being able to tune into how she was feeling and it shifting the way that I acted from that point forward. Mm. When I looked at her, um, and that was when I was super young. But it became I started to see it more as a superpower so to speak, when I was dating, because I would be mm. able to meet somebody, right? Off of like a yeah. table or something and getting yeah. across the table from them. And I would just get all this data about this person. And yeah. they would ask me a lot of times they could tell I was thinking, you know, cause we're not, <laughs> <laughs> I tend to be a little expressive at times. And <laughs> so what do you think? Like people want to know what other people think about them. It's just yeah. human nature. And so I would always ask, are you sure you want to know? And they would be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Right. They'd get all cocky. Let's see what you really think that you know about me. And I would tell them and they'd be like, well, well, damn, that's, that's about right. And it wasn't, it wasn't like I was, you know, it wasn't like you said, egoic to be negative or to, because, you know, obviously if I could choose for the information that I was getting to be perfect, I would. Um, but sometimes you could see based off of what they said or, you know, their body language or what they said in the past or the way that they spoke or the way that they wrote maybe in the chat before we met up, like you get all these different pieces and it's so interesting. And I talk a lot about body language and communication on this show because networking is so important and building solid relationships is so important. And Mm. so I I do want to make sure people who are listening are like, well, what does being an empath have to do with anything? Like, why are we even talking about? First of all, it's interesting, right? I think it's interesting. Second, I think, like you said, there's a spectrum and a lot of us have the ability to be more intuitive and to be more empathic. Mm-hmm. In addition to being empathetic, but to be empathic. Also, I wanted to make sure that people knew what that means, right? What it means yeah. to be yeah. an empath. And mm-hmm. lastly, I think if we look into our abilities and where we land on that spectrum, we can use our own talents and abilities and superpowers to our advantage. And I feel like a lot of people Absolutely. listening and a lot of people in general are not using, right, their 
their self themselves, their expertise, mm-hmm. their superpowers to the highest degree that they can, or at least mm-hmm. we all have a little bit of room where we could add on, right? And do better Absolutely. and do more and to show up as, mm-hmm. you know, our highest potential. I think that's important. So if you are empathic or if you have a strong intuition and you've been working on that, however you do that, it could be spiritually, you yep. know, mentally, physically mm-hmm. in the gym, like however you're doing it. I think it's important to put some of that energy into your relationships and your community, whether it's obviously platonic, romantic or not. Um, I have been able to use these sort of empathic intuitive abilities to help my relationships mm. and of all kinds, right? Dealing with different siblings. I've got three sisters, my parents, yeah. my grandparents, strangers, teachers, you know, everybody you can tap into this and really use it to your advantage and also to help other people because a relationship is supposed to be about relating and it's not just one person, right? Typically it's yeah. supposed to be two. So you're yeah. not just getting from somebody, but you're also giving to somebody. So I'd love to hear you maybe give some advice or some tips around being able to show up in relationships and build new ones mm. using your superpower, whatever that might be. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah. So in terms of, you know, using your superpower for relationships, Um, I think it's like, it's, I think one of the superpower or one of the benefits of being really empathic is like, you can, it's like helping people feel heard and feel understood. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you can really see somebody that's huge. Like, Everybody is craving belonging. Everyone is craving to be heard. Everyone is craving to be understood. Because when we can build understanding, we can build compassion. Right? Um, So I think that is in one way why being empathic can really be really supportive in in relationships. Um, So, you know, it's like, what if I were to, you know, if I'm talking to you, right, and you're feeling all this stuff, and then I am feeling all this, like, and I'm picking that up, that there's, like, all this movement going in your body, and, I'm, like, there's swirliness um, happening, I can just be like, hey, are you doing okay? And you're just like, oh, wow, you, you felt that? Like, you see me? And I think that immediately builds a deeper sense of trust and a deeper sense of connection that, wow, this person really sees me, Mm -hmm. you know, and it kind of builds this, this container of safety. Um, And I think that's another, that's another element around like how being empathic can actually be a superpower um, in a relationship. And, and I also think, when you're really a stand for someone, when you really like care about someone, you want them to, you know, it's like, at least from my perspective, you know, I'm a stand for seeing people in their greatness, everybody in my life. Right. And with my empathic abilities, if I can tell you're bullshitting yourself, I'll call it, but that's actually a service. Because it's like, I'm not calling it for my sake. I'm calling it for your sake so that you can be true to yourself. Because when you're true to yourself, that's when you're in your power. Right? 
So it's like, so there's that, that's another kind of example, I would say, another way that like being empathic can actually be really helpful in relationships because it helps the other person grow. Um, It helps them feel seen. It helps them feel heard. Um, And um, yeah, it it helps you create like real authentic connections because you're talking about what's actually there. Versus like the superficial, like mm-hmm. head, mind thing <laughs> that we tend to do mm-hmm. where we're trying to hide who we are or try to present something that we're really not to the world. Um, because what happens is like people, and then, you know, and look, let's look at this at a, at a bigger society level, a societal level, right? If we're all in our heads and we're all just like projecting to each other, like who we want it's like, well, and then people, you know, loneliness is on the rise. Like we are a lonelier society than ever before. And it's not just about like the quality, like how much time we spend to each other, with each other. It's, it's the quality. It's the level of connection. So the more that, more that we're in our heads, that's going to reduce the amount of connection we feel. So this is another kind of way that, that being highly empathic is actually a superpower because it, it kind of, it can be kind of like that, that force to like, as an empath, you can be a force in creating, in, in, in inspiring connection and inspiring people to be connected to their true selves and, and for you to connect with that person. Because it's also like when they're connected to their true selves and you can show up regardless of whatever or wherever they're feeling, and you can show up compassionately and lovingly it's like giving them permission to feel safe being who they really are and that is like healing <laughs> for for people and that's like revolutionary getting people in their bodies getting people feeling connected to themselves and loving themselves that's how we're going to create world peace yeah yeah and at least you know on a smaller scale be able to yeah. develop networks of people right you're genuinely in in this world and this experience with on yeah. a more than superficial level. Um, Absolutely, you build trust faster. Yeah, you do. You build trust like this because people are like, "Wow, like, whoa, you really see me. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, I can like talk to you about this stuff." Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But this is where you also have to be responsible with your empathic senses, right? Like if you're going to like see stuff and then judge people for what they're feeling or judge people for where they're at, that's, that's going to, that's going to like get them to run the other way. (laughs) So it's really important that you learn how to show up compassionately with whatever is coming in front of you. And that's a process, right? It is a process because to be willing to be compassionate there's a, it's almost like you almost have to be willing to be vulnerable and you have to be willing to kind of, um, you should be compa- like, well, and you also need to, um, yeah, I think it's kind of vulnerability and, and you have to be okay with like not getting it right <laughs> and well, being willing to be wrong, <laughs> you know, like, so there's that as well. There's a strength behind that, but it's a different kind of strength. It's not a strength that comes from having an armor up. It's a strength that in, in that I actually believe comes from like love, like the love within you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. I think both ways where you have to 
make sure that you're not projecting. A lot of people do that. And it's mm-hmm. just something that we somehow developed over time. We yeah. that behavior from someone else and we just continue to do it. And it's a really hard pattern to break. Yeah. But also, I think people who experience empaths, right, on the other mm-hmm. side of that table mm-hmm. are typically shocked that not only, like I'm sure you've seen when you were able to tell people about things that, you yeah. know, right, they're shocked. Yeah. But I think even on a smaller level, people are are shocked when you can, when you really do see them and when you really yeah. do see it's about them and you're able to piece together their words and their actions and their energy and all of that. Yeah. Regurgitate that into words that make sense to them and also resonate because it's true. And people are often taken aback because it feels like judgment. So you have to, but I think, you know, even backing out of the empath conversation and just, in regular, you know, mm-hmm. communication with folks, yeah, you're gonna have to deal with people who are intimidated by you just being you, right? Just showing yeah. up as a powerful single, independent woman is going to be a lot for somebody. And then you open your mouth and you're articulate, and then it's like boom. Then they're you know intimidated, <laughs> yeah. and it's just a layer. And now you know what you're talking about, and then you're right, you know, about what you've been thinking or feeling, and it's just like it just adds, and so it, it tends to be a lot for people. So. You do yeah. have to manage and mitigate from that perspective yeah. not take it personally too. No. And I mean, those are all protection mechanisms, right? So um, those are all like coping mechanisms where, you know, because somewhere in our childhood, um, it wasn't okay for us to be exactly as we were. We created all these protection tools, right? Like people pleasing, or it could be bullying, right? It's like fight, flight, freeze, <laughs> right or shutting down like these are all like protection mechanisms because it was like somewhere in our life when we were young we were told that it's not okay for you to be as you are these like this is okay and this is not okay and this was usually told by people of like we're authority figures and when we're when we're kids like we're reliant on our parents our guardians like people like adults basically to keep us safe to give us food water and shelter so we want to like make sure that we don't, so in our child brain, we're like, we don't ever want to do the thing that makes them unhappy because if they are unhappy with us, they're going to leave us. And if they leave us, we're going to die because we don't, like, we can't provide for ourselves at that time. But what we don't realize is like, we don't, we don't take the time to like, to, to grow those parts up because those experiences form in our subconscious, right? Because when we're young, we're basically just a sponge for everything that gets fed to us. So if we don't take the time to reprogram those things and help those, those like unconscious parts of us know, like we're not going to die anymore. <laughs> like we're okay. Right. Like we will continue ex- like having those same programs and mechanisms and, and continue not feeling safe, but not know, you know, and then that causes us to kind of put an armor up and not let ourselves be really seen and be really ourselves because somewhere in our, in our paths, we were told that that's not okay. And then, and then it's a lot of survival mechanisms and instincts that kick in as a result. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And what I love about the work that you do is that it's so tailored to each individual. So, mm-hmm. you know, you could be working with me one day and we're talking about, you know, limiting beliefs that are X, Y, and Z. And then you could work with somebody else and mm-hmm. work on their, you know, other relationship problems or whatever. And it's yeah. just like, you can really mm-hmm. sort of make the work that you're doing in the shifting and the changing and the transformational work really unique to that person. So I'd love to hear like, who yeah. is your dream 
client, if you could like conjure one up and explain it to everybody, yeah. who are the people that you want to be hitting you up for your services? Yeah. So I love working with heart centered visionary entrepreneurs um, who have a dream to create big impact in the world. Those are the people that I'm highly, highly passionate about. Um, people who are willing to go all in, that they're willing to do the work to create the transformation that they want to see in their life um, and are really here to be of service to, to others. Um, I typically, like, you, like a lot of the people that I work with now are typically CEOs and executives of, um, of the companies, but that's not necessary. I'm just saying that's just like a general trend I'm seeing, but, <laughs> but it's not necessary, but it's more about the quality of person and just like the willingness to go all in where they know that, now is the time for change and they're willing to make everything happen to make that possible. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. And yeah. you, so I, I noticed some of the words that you said, um, like about, you say, you say words a little bit differently. So I'm curious, where did you, where did you grow up? Did you grow up right. in Canada? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm Canadian. Um, well, I actually was born in the Middle East. I was born in Dubai. Okay. Um, and I came to Canada when I was uh, six and a half. So I've, I'm 31 now. So I've been here for most of my life. Um, and, uh, but my origin is I'm South Asian. I'm from India. My, my ancestry is from India. And I have very strong connections over there too, where I go on. I've been going almost like every year. Um, nice. So I still have very strong roots and a strong connection to my, to my tradition and to my ancestors and ancestry. Um, but yes, I have spent like 25 plus years now in, uh, in, it's so funny. It just made me remember that. I think this is the 25th year of us immigrating here. And I totally didn't, didn't even realize it just in July or just, a, I think like two weeks ago. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't even think yeah. about that. Um, yeah, but I've been, so, uh, yeah, so I live in Toronto at the moment, um, and I've generally lived around here, so, yeah, I love that you caught that. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you know, I, I grew up all over the country, and I love accents and learning about where people come from, and I did watch a lot of HGTV for a long period of time. Okay. And for those who do not know that, um, HGTV, I think, is headquartered, a, yeah. a big portion of HGTV resides in Canada. And so yeah. a lot of the folks that are on some of these shows, Love It or Listed, and, you know, whatever, I think even... <laughs> The um, House Hunters, I was obsessed with House Hunters. A oh, lot yeah. of those folks have Canadian accents. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting when, because they, you know, they say the word house a lot. And so yes. that, you know, you guys say it differently. And it, <laughs> I, I think it's, I love, and I'm pretty good at like picking accents to the point where like, if I meet a ton of people and some of them are from Michigan, I can tell the difference oh, between the Canadian accent versus like a, a Northern Midwest or not Northern Midwest, cool. you know what I'm talking about, like that Midwestern accent versus like Chicago. And then th yeah. it's just a fun, like random thing that I like to do. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I noticed that. And I was wondering if anybody else might catch it and then somebody would ask later. So I didn't <laughs> bring that up, but um, cool. So I definitely think that, you know, the work that you're doing is, so interesting. And mm -hmm. I know it's definitely sparked some, some things in, in people who are listening and in, in their brains and in mm. their, 
psyches of just like what's really possible for them and the different arenas. Like I really want to show people on this show that there are so many ways that you can get to that next level in their business and their life and their relationships. Like you're not capped out at one particular area. And it's so interesting you know, if we had met at a networking event, we would have not had the opportunity to go as deep as we did today and talk yeah. about it. Maybe yeah. if we like linked up, exchanged business cards and I met for coffee, you know what I mean? Like a couple yeah. of days later or a few weeks later, but you know, the ability to have such conversations like this, it's so interesting because we really get to see what people are doing and how they're interested. And so if you have gone to anybody listening, who's gone to a networking event recently or any social event, and you've exchanged business cards, if you have the bandwidth, if you have the time, try to book calls with folks and just get to know them and see, you know, why they're in realty. Like mm-hmm. why, why realty? Why are you a realtor? What's that mm-hmm. all about? Or why, how did you get into the financial industry? I really yeah. think that having those conversations is interesting because you never know who these people know, or, yeah. you know, you could have been telling me, Oh, Whitney, I'm really into finance. I'm like, fine. But then I talk to you and I find out that your passion is, is saving mm-hmm. dolphins. And like, that's literally your jam. And that's all you do and think about and dream about and like research is dolphins. And I'm like, well, that's super random, but also tell me more, you know? Mm -hmm. And then we learn from the people around us. And it's just, I find that so fascinating and just Mm -hmm. how complex people can be. Um, And then showing my, my listeners what, different people are out here doing in the world. You know, we're all, a lot of the people listening are entrepreneurs in some respect, but there's so many different kinds of coaches. And I hear all the time, oh, the industry is so saturated. But guess what? There's like, I don't know any coach that's the same as any other coach I know. And I know quite a bit of coaches. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. It's, it's not, it may be saturated, but I think it's, it's important to remember that there are so many different types of coaches, consultants, spiritual healers, spiritual workers, light workers, you know, profits. Mm-hmm. There's so many different types of folks. So I yeah. want to talk about your, your free content, what you do, what you put out there into the world for people to sort of, you know, snack on here and there. So you've got yeah. your me about what's going on there. Yeah. So, um, I have been, I, I usually only post or share something when something comes through me. So occasionally I'll like put out a video. I, I've actually, a lot of my marketing content has been usually just been like in person, um, where I go to attend that, like, I love meeting people. So I tend to go to a lot of networking, but that being said, I'm going to be upping my marketing over the next, uh, starting next month. So, um, you know, if you join my list, follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you're going to be seeing a lot more of me and from me, um, because I have a lot to share. (laughs) Um, and I'm excited to share it. Um, but yeah, actually the most recent thing I can point to, um, I did a video, I think July 15th. I think it was like this, it's like the full moon eclipse on the day, the morning of the full moon eclipse. I got like a really great, amazing channel. Um, just about like, so where we are astrologically right now, um, and, and just like the energy around it. So this is me going into my more spiritual cosmic stuff. <laughs> um, is that this is a time of like, like manifestation like we're in a period right now where like things are going to start working out (laughs) especially if you haven't if you've been like putting something out there if if you've been working towards something um and you know the entrepreneur's journey is 
never easy and there's lots of roadblocks and things that are in the way, but you're going to start to see more flow. You're going to start to see more expansion. Um, so I got a confirmation of that um, energy that we are in a new time and the things that you work on from here on in will start working out as long as you keep doing your inner work and you keep focusing on um, being in alignment with your highest power and love and 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 that's going to move you forward so that was that was cool that was like the most recent video that I put out so usually I put out things when I'm like when I get inspiration but um starting next month I'm more intentionally going to be putting out more content because I have a lot to share <laughs> um I just haven't had been channeling it into into like necessarily like online market um or like social media but I will be because I want more people to like learn about this stuff so they can start implementing it in their life and seeing like big transformations. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all, I think most of us on this show, like learning and personal development on some, on some level. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's always nice to hear stuff like that about, you know, where the planets are, where what's going on. Cause a lot of us are not into astrology on like more than like maybe a horoscope or fortune cookie type level. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm an Aquarius. I know nothing really about being an Aquarius. Okay. I am so intrigued by what all of this means because I, I have a, a good friend of mine um, who, if you do go West, you'll have to meet her. She's amazing. Her name is Carrie and she's got so much information about astrology and, and just mm. how all of that works. And it's, I, I love following what feels good and, mm. or at That's least what, yeah. yeah, yeah. Following what feels good and what, yeah. what, and when I say what feels good, I really mean like it makes me feel better. And maybe, mm-hmm. and I think feeling better is to a, a spectrum where it, I could be feeling better, but I could also just be feeling relief, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's better than where I was when mm-hmm. I went and I had that conversation initially. So I love that sometimes you can you can hear something or you can read something or, or see something that really does make you feel better. And yeah. A lot of times, a lot of what I'm hearing in astrology makes me feel better, or at least it makes me feel relief about something or excitement about something, or, you know, I can focus on something or a little bit of a direction or a push. Um, And that's why I like hearing stuff like that. So yeah, Yeah. Yeah. manifestation is the, is the move right now. It is the move manifestation, like going on track, like you're being, everyone's being like directed into like their path and doing their path. And, um, and I'll just quickly share something. So for those of you who really aren't into astrology or don't really know much, basically it's, you know, it's, it's the knowing that where the planets are in the sky and how they're interacting with one another, another affects our energy. So, um, and the planets represents different energies within us. So when they interact differently, those energies within us interact differently as well. So it's kind of helpful because usually it's like what's going on astrologically often reflects what's going on internally. So that it, it and I love what you said, because it does kind of give you a bit of a sense of relief because you're like, oh my God, I'm not great. Like, so it's not just me. <laughs> Right. I'm not a crazy person. <laughs> There's something bigger, you know, that I'm, I'm, that I'm a part of. And, um, and it just helps you make sense of like some of the themes and the patterns that you might be experiencing. So I'll just quickly insert that. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's totally true. And it's totally important yeah. um, because I think a lot of us are seeking. And when we're seeking, we're literally out here looking for relief or to feel good or to feel better. And yeah. 
will latch on. At least I have the kind of personality where I'm like, huh, this feels good. I'm going to go this way. And mm-hmm. I'll just walk down a random street. And a lot of people may not take that approach, but yeah. I really am committed to feeling good and to feeling mm-hmm. better. Even yeah. if that's just a slight, like two degree turn, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, or shift. Yeah. I'm looking to feel good and feel better. So I know uh, a lot of people listening may be going through something or may need that support or may be looking for a sign. Mm-hmm. I know I'm just talking to a friend who was trying to make a big decision on where you know, he wants to live and that's a big thing. And I'm like, well, are you, did you ask for a sign or, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing to, to feel better about this decision that you're trying to make? And yeah, it's, it's so important. So I'm super looking forward to what you have coming up. Um, if you guys are interested as well, make sure you're following Sashila on Instagram and on Facebook and you get on her list if you really want to know more. Um, and I will put all that information in the show notes. In addition, if you if you want to just talk to her, because I will say I spoke to you in May and it was, like I said, we didn't really do a discovery call. It was more like a get to know you call in the sense yeah. of like, do we have vibing personalities to maybe do a podcast episode or to maybe just do something together. And we have this mutual friend who we both adore. So what's really good. And, you know, we're just curious. I'm curious and you were curious. And so it was like, cool. Yeah. And that's kind of how I think one of the things I love about networking as well as, you know, I talked to Danielle semi-occasionally, you know, randomly, and she's been a big supporter of the show on Facebook and on Instagram, but I haven't talked to her in a while, but I I spent a a bit of time talking to you and you were diving into some of the things I was working on, I'm sure at the time and Mm -hmm. trying to manifest and whatever we were Mm -hmm. talking about. And um, it's just really, really powerful to have a sit down with somebody who has your superpower and your capabilities. So thank you. Yeah. It's such a, it's been so much fun to chat with you and kind of like dive into some of these things that, you know, it's like, I think about night and day, but don't always like get to articulate or really be in conversation about at a higher level. So it was just, it was just awesome to connect. And I, and I love your energy and the show is like, I just love the, the show and love your energy on the show too. So this is so much fun for me. And, and I hope I get to connect with some of your awesome audience members. I would love to just have a chat and, and see how I can be of service. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's totally worth it guys. Honestly, it's free. So, I mean, I'm not even really trying to pitch, you know, <laughs> I just think it's interesting. Like when someone yeah. says to me, Hey, you know, can I learn or can I teach you more about you? I'm going to be like, hell yeah. I want to know more about Whitney. And that's not even like on some, I love myself so much tip. This is more like, no, I, I'm actually really interested. I have to live with myself all the time. I get to live <laughs> with myself all the time. And yeah. sometimes it's not that easy, right? It's not that easy, especially when you have you with everybody else, right? right. Sometimes it feels like it'd be easier if it were just you. But when you're dealing with other people, you've got to be able to manage yourself plus everything else. And it's, right. it's a lot. So yeah. Um, and we'll talk more about astrology too on the show. I may have carry on. That'd be fun. But yeah, that's a great idea. We can talk for hours. I feel like we barely even scratched the surface. Yep. <laughs> with the empath stuff, which I didn't know we were going to get into, but like, I didn't know either. <laughs> so much more. And I think what, what could be cool is, you know, based on if you guys listening have any questions or you want to know something more or you want to maybe speak on, have us speak on a specific topic, if you let me know, if you send me an email over to Whitney at WhitneyDanielle.com, just some ideas. We could potentially have Sashila back on the show or we could do an IG live and, and maybe target some of those those talking points. If you've never worked with 
an empath or a medium or a healer before and you just want to know more, I think that'd be kind of fun too. So we could essentially have an entire episode devoted to, you know, networking for empaths, networking for people in the spiritual community, um, maybe even networking for introverts who, you know, are spiritual in some respects and stuff like that. Like we really could go deeper and, and get real specific in, in who we're, we're speaking to. So I'm totally down to continue the combo at a later time, but that's it for today, guys. (laughs) That's it for today. We're going to respect the time. We're coming up on an hour, but again, make sure you are following Sashila. She is at Sashila Rama Chandran on Instagram and her website is thousandpedallife.com. So if you go there, you can get that call we talked to or just DM her. I mean, she's, she doesn't bite. At least not yet. She hasn't. (laughs) So you can hit her up, hit me up if you have any questions at all. Make sure you're subscribed. And if you know an empath or an entrepreneur or a spiritual person or just somebody really cool that you think is nice, send them this episode, share this out to them, have them tune in and subscribe and leave a really amazing review on Apple Podcasts because I would love that. I would love that. Right. So yeah, thank you guys again for, for tuning in and thank you to Shayla for being on the show today. Appreciate My pleasure. It. Yeah. Bye. So much fun. Yes. Okay guys, we'll be back and we will do an IG live um, to take any questions in the next few days. So listen, write down some notes, DM us, and then hop on Instagram. You can follow me at Whitney Danielle coaching and the podcast show, of course, at networking spill. All right. We'll talk soon. Cheers guys. Bye.